If you're looking for success, it's in the details. Small hinges move big doors. And now your host, Karen Allen. Friends, welcome to In the Details. I'm your host, Karen Allen. And this is a special episode because we're at the end of the year. A very long year, actually. <laughs> when I think back, I'm like, gosh, so much happened this year. Uh, but actually, the last maybe three months, I feel like ever since Halloween, it was like the rest of this year was on fast forward. It just happened so fast. I don't know about you, but but that's how I felt. And so I was just taking a moment and I was thinking about all of the wonderful things that have happened this year and how grateful I am that even though, you know, life continues to throw us these curveballs and it always feels like we're on a roller coaster, right? You never know when you're going to go up and when you're going to come down. But, but we don't want to lose sight of the things that we do have to be grateful for. You know, the blessings that have been in our life in the days, in the weeks, in the months that make up this big, beautiful year. And one of the things that I am most grateful for is this show, this beautiful little space that has been carved out. And I feel very, very fortunate to be able to, you know, show up each week and and speak with these amazing guests and share new knowledge with you through their stories and their insights. And also a few of my own sprinkled in there. But man, we've had 30 episodes, I think, since we started earlier this year. And every single guest has just left me with a full heart, honestly, and definitely some things that I want to implement, some changes that I want to take place in my life, and and many of them that I'm starting to, to, to live out and see beautiful results from. So in this episode, let's just take a look back. Some of my favorite moments that came from this show, from this space. Big shout out to the production team who helps to make it all come together. To all of my guests, even though we're only going to highlight, you know, a handful here in these next uh, 30 minutes or so. But all of them, all of you hold a special place in my heart. And I am so grateful for each and every conversation. So first, I want to kick off this look back with an episode that's really dear to my heart because it's a a good friend of mine who I admire her work very, very much, Dr. Lauren Hodges. And the episode is actually called Achieving Work-Life Wellness, which a lot of people are trying to do nowadays. You know, we're trying to figure out how we can take care of ourselves in a very healthy way that allows us to thrive and doesn't take away from our productivity. And what I love about this episode Episode with Lauren is she talks about being intentional with our wellness strategy, right? And also about being in the moment so we can decide what we need. And a key point here that she and I discussed together is we have to build this awareness to know when to take a beat, when we are feeling overwhelmed or stressed or on the, the brink of burnout. Hopefully we don't get to that point. But it's just as important to make sure that we have a plethora of tools to choose from when we find ourselves in a moment and we need to respond in a healthy way. So take a listen. Yeah. And I mean, yes, I had a similar experience in, in the sense that you and, and again, we, we talk about this, we sidebar on this all the time, but we both had an experience of moving from a place of being reactive and life happening to us and our day happening to us to a place of being intentional and responsive, which to your point, it, it requires a bit of a mindset shift 
uh, an aha moment, you know, and I think you're touching on this idea of oscillation through your day where we should get up front and upstream and, and be intentional about creating, you know, periods of uh, work and followed by periods of stopping and connecting and shifting, recovering, whatever it looks like for you. Like you said, a healthy snack for me, um, the game changer for me was stopping to reconnect with myself in the moment mm. because I think that I spend a majority of my day in the future at 150 miles an hour. What's the next step? What's the next thing on my to-do list? And so the, the simply just creating and carving and protecting the time for pause to decide what I needed was the real game changer for me, one of many game changers for me going through a program like that and then really steeping myself in the research afterward because I did very, I was very lucky, but I got to come on board eventually with Johnson and Johnson and, and at the Human Performance Institute and help renovate that course. So I really got to dive into and fully immerse myself in all of that research. And that's really when I started to um, not just go from insight, like, wow, that was a good idea, but really, really starting to put this into daily practice in my everyday life and starting to live it as much as I admired it, if that makes sense. It is a performance tool to, to recover, mm -hmm. recovery, and you want the science, it's out there, look for it. Recovery increases performance, strategic recovery increases performance. And you know what you made me think of is, and this is something I think all the time. And, and before I say this, I'm completely guilty of this as well, is we love to read and write in our field, these articles on do this, do this, here's five things you can do to increase your performance or even to recover. You know, we, we like to be really prescriptive about journal, meditate, eat, hydrate, sleep. You know, we, we give a lot of prescription. I think one of the things that we need to do a better job of as professionals in this industry is teach people how to simply be, not do, but be, yes. and and create and, and and create space for that. For to, to just be, stay in the moment. There, no, don't do anything if you don't need to. Like you said, I mean, every week is different for me. So sometimes the best thing I can give myself is laying on the, the rug with my dogs surrounding me and just being there for two or three minutes, no expectation. And sometimes it's, I should really keep a journal for a couple of weeks and check in with myself, you know, and th those types of things, but, but just carving the space to, to be and decide in the moment what you need. I think we could probably do a better job of sending that message. This is just my personal opinion. I just, you know, I don't see those articles come out as much um, out there in the industry. So I just well, I think notice. there is something to build on there. The part, the the point of being and is tied to what you just said, which is like so that you can decide in the moment what is best for you at that time, mm -hmm. right? It's this present awareness. And if you think about that, it I think what kind of gets in the way for people to do that. I know this was my case early on was I didn't have a lot of tools to pull from. Mm -hmm. So when I felt like I needed something first, it was like building the awareness of what do I feel and mm -hmm. what would help me with this? Mm -hmm. And when you get to the second part of what would help me with this, I think there's a lack of tools right now. I will say that we are, we are growing there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I the agree. pandemic has helped all of us to take a, a hard look at our wellness and, and really putting wellness at the center of our success. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. And if we do that well, which we're all trying to contribute and kind of push that along the people who are speaking about this information, the way you and I are teaching it, 
Um, what we're doing is we're trying to give others more access to these tools because there are so many different ones. I mean, I could list probably 20 different things and I may only do one of them today, Mm -hmm. but at least I know when I find myself in, in a moment of stress or deep sadness or whatever that is, the emotion that feels dominating and paralyzing, I at least know I have a toolkit that I can go to and say, all right, what can help me Mm-hmm. get through this or work through this or it, or even hold this space for this mm-hmm. and then come out on the other side. Make sure you go back and listen to that entire episode because Lauren gave us a ton of strategy on how we can bring wellness just into our daily lives in a way that, you know, helps us flourish. And listening to Lauren's episode actually made me think of another guest, Anthony Trucks. Uh, His episode was called The Power of a Small Shift. And you know, you know I love talking about these shifts in our lives because that's where the big changes come from. It always starts in a small shift. And while Lauren was talking about this wellness piece, you know, Anthony's small shift was talking about how we show up when those problems are there. You know, when when we have to accept that that life is hard and we have to figure out how to navigate something that feels really, really tough and overbearing. And so I love how he, he kind of dives into and, and guides us through. First, you got to trust yourself, right? You have to believe and, and build that confidence to know I can handle anything that life is going to throw my way. So that that's one piece of it. But then he talks about taking action. And instead of us stewing in our problems and maybe, you know, numbing out the pain, what kind of action can we take that will help us to shift that really hard moment and start to move in a more productive direction? So take a listen, because he's going to give you an action to take at the end of this snippet. I'm going to start this by saying that I heard this thing recently. and I don't know who told me, but they told me that I think Tony Robbins said, and he says, some people's biggest problems that they think that they shouldn't have problems. Mm. And I, I was like, that's a beautiful one. I've never heard before, but I a hundred percent agree. Sign me up. And, and I think there is this reality for me that it's not, it's not if something goes wrong, but it's, it's when it's an inevitable. It happens. And I, and I feel it's okay. Cause I, I bring me the problem and I got a great depth of sense and confidence in me and my, I'm still here. All stuff's happened. I'm still here. So like, all right, I got something going for me. And I, but life isn't supposed to be devoid of all problems. I have problems even now. I call them Cadillac problems, you know, smooth suspension. And I, I feel them, but not as bad as, you know, if I'm in a rocky four by four. But there's that <laughs> part. But then when people show up and they go, I got this stuff going on, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm shut down. What you'll find is that we, we draw from this, um, this space of emotion to fuel us. And, and I don't think it's the best place to come from. Because if you go off your emotion, well, then... Your emotion tells you just sit here, eat some bonbons, watch Netflix, you know, distract yourself and don't feel it. And that doesn't change your life. It just creates more of what you have in the moment. And that sucks. And so for me, I, I tell people action ends suffering. Whatever suffering you got, there's going to be a, a collection of actions. It may not be the first one or the second one or the 50th one. Who knows? But there's going to be a collection of actions that will end this. And it may not be fun. It, it may You may not feel like you honestly probably won't feel like doing anything in the moment that's most necessary for you to do something. But it's got to be tied to an action. And so there's, there's, here's the biggest steps that I take with people. As I say, first, we are tribal humans. We are built to be around people, camaraderie, conversation, it, literally. Like if you're, if you're born and don't have any humans, like you'll go crazy. Mm-hmm. And, and so what I tell people is you have to go and borrow joy. Go around people who are happier and borrow their joy. And people go, oh, I got problems. I don't want to burden somebody. 
when you got a really good friend who reaches out, would you like, there's a, it's like a, I get happy when my friends go, I got some stuff. Can we talk? Hell yeah, man, let's go. Like, yeah. <laughs> not, you're not a burden to me. I get to flex a muscle that I really get to flex because so few people ask for help. So like for you, yeah, for me, I want to feel good. I like humans like to be desired. So when you think like, I want to stick away from my friends, problem for both of you. So first off, borrow joy, be around people. When you're in a funky mood and you go around somebody, the first thing to do is like, let's go get a beer. Let's go hang out. Let's go take a trip. You know, let's go, you know, they want, they want to go do stuff. And then what happens is when you're around them, they're going to give you insights and perspectives that you wouldn't see. Talk about stuff, vent, be cathartic, let it out. And then in doing so, you'll find that there's like different things that, that are the actions that'll solve it. Sometimes the action isn't always just to make progress. Sometimes the action is to get yourself outside and go for a walk at the park with your yeah. friend. That's the action to begin with, you know? And then sometimes the, the action is to write your feelings out or the action is to cry. Like that, that's the beginning ones. But once that moves, even as small as it is, you go, I did something, feel a little bit accomplished. I have a little bit of fuel to, to move to the next thing and the next thing and it's sex, like a brick, you know, a brick by brick building a cathedral. Mm -hmm. And at some point, if you've taken those actions, they do get bigger, they do get scarier, they do get harder. But eventually you, you look back at this pride that is the same I had when I was 15. It was this mentality of like, I've done too much work for my joy not to be great in this moment of my life, for that to be my light and my, my deserving gift. And so you don't get any of the things you want pride-wise, joy-wise, achievement-wise without specific actions. And I think when people are in funky places, that's what they don't do. They just don't take the next step. I love Anthony's episode so much because, you know, honestly, he has receipts to show the work that he is teaching. <laughs> I mean, he did not have an easy upbringing and he talks about all of the different things he had to overcome to to get himself into the position that he is in today and, and why he's teaching these different tools and techniques because he's actually lived them out. So make sure you go back and listen to that episode as well. Speaking of someone who has receipts, Michelle Poehler. <laughs> Listen, I was so happy to sit down and have a conversation with Michelle because she inspires me on so many levels. And one area that she inspires me that she inspired millions of people around the world, millions, is by facing our fears. Michelle decided that she was going to face 100 fears. And she did. And the list was quite interesting. As a matter of fact, you should head over to her website and, and check out the full list. Take a listen to Michelle giving us some insight about where this whole challenge came from, how it started and why she decided to face 100 fears. It's interesting when you say the word timid, I'm like, no, I'm not. I was never like I was always social girl, always trying to stand out but very ambitious. And I don't think that I was fulfilling my ambition because of my comfort. I was like, you know what? I bet I can get wherever I want, still being comfortable, like not having to get uncomfortable, like always playing it safe. And I was getting to places like I found the love of my life. I got married. I found a really good position in advertising. I moved from Venezuela, where I was born, to the United States to study a career in advertising. Like I was achieving things. I was checking things off my list, but I was not experiencing what I was telling you that is like living life to the fullest. And I was like, what I realized is that there's a huge difference between being comfortable and being happy. 
And mm-hmm. it's not that I was like not happy or unhappy, but I was so comfortable. And I was like, is this what life is about? I mean, I'm checking all the right boxes. I graduated with a really good degree. Like I got into a really good job in advertising in one of the best agencies with good salary, everything. I'm doing what I love. I think I married the love of my life. I'm doing all these right things. Why am I not like so happy? And then I'm like, I'm missing something. And it's the like the willing to get a little bit more uncomfortable to enjoy mm-hmm. life and do things that I want to go that I want to do that are beyond that society's checklist that we're so focused on checking you know like and I, and and it was through therapy my therapist made me realize like Michelle what happened to your New York dream you told me you dreamed about living there and we were living in Miami I was like yeah but that's too expensive or you know that's too hard or that's too competitive and she's like uh okay so go for it like just you know that that's part of life you just use words to describe it you did <laughs> yeah that's all yeah. that's fine <laughs> and then i'm like can i and she's like uh you can do whatever you want i'm like no my husband would never support me and like he's it's, you know he's a financial planner that's the most expensive city in the world and he and she's like you just have to try it and if it's something that you really care about you have to insist it's not about just getting a no as an answer it's like finding your way to fulfilling your dream this is about you your life your happiness you have to make it happen and then i'm like can i do that so i tried and i made it happen so i was like oh okay it was just that like being so convinced that this is what you want to do that you bring whoever needs to bring along with you in your journey Man, that line got me. This is about you, your life, and your happiness, and you have to go get it. Like, that was such a great conversation because it was a reminder to me that being in our comfort zone, while it may feel good in the moment, really getting out of our comfort zone and maybe even facing some of the things that are holding us back from living fully, including our fears, is what really makes us feel alive as humans because we've stretched beyond the norm. And doesn't that always feel good? Absolutely. Speaking of courage, it doesn't just take courage to face our fears. It also takes courage to evolve. If you really want to grow into the best version of yourself, then it's going to be a journey of continuously moving outside of your comfort zone and rewiring old ways of being. In this next clip, I'm talking to my guest, Elena Cardone, in her episode, Empire State of Mindset. See, with Elena, she had to let go of old ways of being in order to build her empire with her husband. And it wasn't easy. I mean, she is very honest about that. It's one of the many things I love about Elena is her transparency. And so take a listen here because she explains the change of mindset that she needed to go through in order to up-level not just her life, but her partnership with her husband. I just struggled with whatever that was that was ingrained in me. But then, you know, when 2008 happened and now I'm pregnant with our first child and um, we're on the verge of losing everything financially, that's when the hardest decision of my life had to be made. I was in, well, one of them, you know, I was 36 years old and now I'm confronted with the end of my acting career. You know, I'm 36 in Hollywood. I'm pregnant. 
I'm not having any more acting jobs. Grant's on the verge of losing his business. And then that's when I had to really decide, well, am I going to come together with this man, my partner, and go build an empire and trade in my acting career in order to trade up to this thing called uh, the vision that I had at the time called an empire? Mm-hmm. And it and it took courage. For me, that's the moment that took courage because I wasn't running from anything. That was going into the unknown. That was having to confront the demons in my own head that said, you know, you can't as a woman support a man and leave your career and I'm a sellout and I'm stupid and he's going to leave me for a younger woman and all those demons inside my head, I had to contend with it and still put aside and say, you know what, I'm betting and I'm going all in on a man, which was just, just the absolute opposite of every fiber in my bone was raised to be. But I did it. It was a bet that paid off and and it took courage. I, I've had to really evolve and and figure out our roles in the marriage and who does what and how do we work together in order to achieve our, our couple's goals and who we are together. I had to really give up the me, 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 me oriented me, me. Like I never really saw that as selfish before. That was just my survival. Mm -hmm. And now like I had to take somebody and I chose, I didn't have to, I chose to take my partner and my husband into consideration and figure out, well, how can we come together to build this thing where I get to be the boss of my areas? You get to be the boss of your areas. We're not fighting each other, but now can we come together in a collaborated effort to reach our goals together? And we did, and it worked. And that was one of the scariest, most challenging times for me because I didn't know it was going to work at the time. I didn't know how it was going to end up. I didn't know anything. I, I, I was really scared to trust him. You know, that's why I say find the one you trust and build an empire. I hope you enjoy going back and listening to that episode as much as I did. And as we move into this final clip during our look back at 2022, I actually, you know, this this one is special. And I'll tell you why, because it was such a kismet moment when I realized what had happened. Uh, Years ago in 2017, I wrote down in a journal that I wanted to connect with the positive mom. The positive mom who is actually the guest in my next episode. But interestingly enough, I had not put together, I didn't even remember that I had that written down in a journal until the day that Alina Fernandez episode dropped. And when I was going through this box of belongings after just moving into a new home and I saw her name on the page of my journal, I just... I started laughing. I started laughing because I just thought universe, God, all of the positive omens that surround my life and the people whose path I've crossed, I I am just in awe of how things come back around. And so I wanted to bring that up because in this episode, Alina actually talks about the power of journaling. 
because the word is the first manifestation of reality. And so writing down your desires actually helps to build momentum toward that action or outcome. So she talks about specifically her to-be list, which resonated very deeply with me. And I'll tell you, you know, we, we give a lot of love to the single moms out there, the super moms, as we like to call ourselves. But this is not just an episode if you are a single mom or even if you're a parent. This is an episode for everyone who really wants to take control of the direction of their life instead of living on autopilot or instead of floundering from one emotion to the next stressor to another. And instead, if you want to feel at peace within yourself, if you want to feel confident about the direction that you're taking your life, then I encourage you to listen to this episode and feel inspired by the way Alina describes her to-be list. It's a practice that I've done before that I do often, and it's actually something that I can look back and see exactly how those things have panned out in my life today. I hope you enjoy this clip. I think that the first thing that I did was write. And it's very intangible when we think about the word, but the word is the first manifestation of reality. So when we have a thought, you know, and we write it down, we're actually creating an action that is powerful enough to create momentum and to move energy in the right places so that then that gives us the next step. Because, you know, I don't know if you're like me, but I am the type of person that I want to have a whole map figured out and all the steps and otherwise, you know, you feel like you're defeated or you're lost. And you know, I always say that our, our soul is like a GPS. We only need to know where we're at and where we're going. Mm. And then the steps are going to reveal themselves, like when we're driving in the dark. Yes. And so, yes, the first thing was, you know, to accept that possibility. Then to write it down, I actually literally wrote my to-be list and it, it sounds exactly like yours, you know, peaceful, yes. patient, positive, present. Mm-hmm. And I wrote this one that's, you know, really going to resonate with a lot of us. It's cycle breaker. Did you hear that last one? Cycle breaker. And I know that's a lot of us actually. Because as we are pursuing this journey of personal growth and evolving into the best versions of ourselves, part of what's happening as we're learning is we're also unlearning. We're unlearning old ways of living and working. And we're doing that, for example, by building wellness into the way that we operate or by by being more present and not just doing things repetitively without meaning. We're facing fears instead of allowing our, our lives to be constructed around status quo checklists. And instead of just going with the flow, we are being more intentional about pointing our lives in the direction that actually makes us feel alive. So thanks for being here on the journey with me. Thanks for tuning in and listening to all of these amazing guests and coming back week after week, not just to hear from us, but to also grow together. 
And I look forward to serving you even more in 2023. Happy holidays. See you next year. This has been In the Details. If you like the show, tell a friend. For more shows like this, go to success.com slash podcasts.